Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users, and welcome to another episode of the Echo Station Podcast. Um, I am your host, Chris. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Ian. Hello, everybody. And we're broadcasting live to you. Well, not live, but we're broadcasting to you from isolation land. Uh, Hopefully we can bring you some interesting tidbits to listen to, something to brighten your mood, something to distract you, you know. Yeah, we, at least where I'm at, we are officially under... A stay-at-home order as of this coming Tuesday, so by the time this episode comes out, I will be in a stay-at-home order. But I can't do that because I work at a bank, so that's fun. Because you are essential. I am essential to the to Did the world. Did you know that? You're so essential. I'm essential. Do I want to be? Not really, no. but I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, as you all figured out, and as we tweeted, uh, also, our Planet Comic Con uh, panel had to be postponed because planet comic-con itself had to be postponed uh we did talk about that briefly and i think our yeah. last episode saying if we're there we're there if not sorry and no. we um, are sorry life got postponed like like literally yeah Every, everything everything so <laughs> planet comic-con does have new dates it is in august uh august 14th 15th and 16th so that's if everything still goes as planned with yeah what's happening in the world that could be canceled again for all we know i don't um, know also unfortunately that's the week before the current schedule for celebration yes so no yeah. two weeks before i think well yeah either way there's a good chance that i may not be there i don't know we'll see everything is up in the air right now everything is up in the air yeah there's a good chance that celebration might be canceled might be moved we don't know so yeah We'll have to, We're, we'll see. I know things are getting really real, really real, real fast in LA, yeah. so. Uh, hopefully they can get that shit locked down by the summertime. Uh, who knows, though? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, it's scary out there, but we are keeping calm and collective cool heads. Uh, that means that we will hopefully be able to bring you some more fun episodes, like Chris said, uh, because we got nothing better to do but to... <laughs> Episodes. Yeah, and we could, we, you know, we're shooting some ideas for content, and we'll yeah tweet about you, and we'll keep you guys up to date. We'll figure something out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, but so first off, let's start with some Star Wars news. We haven't had that in a while. Uh, what what kind of major possible thing happened? Well, so this is a big one, and it's got all of the uh, the interwebs, all of Twitter. Yes, I remember we're taking it by a grain of salt as well. This is not yes. confirmed by anyone yet. It's it's been it's been like watching a tennis match. People being like, "Oh, it's confirmed." No, it's not confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed. No, it's not confirmed. I don't okay, know. I don't so, know what ball is in what court right now. Yeah. So, 
we've we've touched on this before, but Rosario Dawson has been the name that has been thrown around for a live action Ahsoka. And the current I don't know what what we're gonna call it. the current rumor is that it's official. She will be live action Ahsoka for Mandalorian season two. Which you would think something like that for a character like that, that would not be breaking on the internet. You would find that out via the show itself. Like, you know how they kept raps for Baby Yoda? Like, this would be something they would keep huge raps on. Like, I don't think they would just let this slip like this. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Because so, I thought about that. But also, like, the difference with Baby Yoda is that Baby Yoda wasn't a person. So, I don't know. Maybe it was easier to keep under wraps because it was just a puppet. I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, the other thing that occurred to me is like, well, but aren't they done? Aren't they done filming? Yes, they were done filming about, I think, a month ago. So why are they talking about this now? I It's weird. It's, yeah, it's very kind of, mm, I yeah. don't know. Like if this was just like just something to get people, you know, hyped or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it so could maybe... also be a brief cameo like she appears in like in a hologram or something like sure. it doesn't even you know they could be fooling with us or maybe it's wrong maybe it's season three yeah uh it's... Maybe, maybe they just already greenlit season three i mean look at this point they probably already did let's be honest sure uh i don't until we get an official message from either dave filoni john favreau or, like, the StarWars.com website, I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. I can't. And I there, can't get my hopes up like that. Absolutely. And there have been an alarmingly large amount of crickets from that direction. Yes. So, I, I don't have I don't have a ton of faith. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. I don't either. Yeah. I've well, heard crazier things. I have. Oh, for sure. But Everything it, is crazy right now. We live in crazy times. Yes. Uh, so, if Ahsoka does appear in Season 2, I will be ecstatically pleased yes uh if she doesn't then i know that the internet is full of lies (laughs) well this is also true so you know it's just whatever yep um so that's about it actually for the star wars news and rumors uh not a whole lot has been you know coming out just because of things being put on hold for production wise and whatnot uh we don't know if the cassian series is going to actually be filmed this year or not Oh, yeah. about the Obi Wan series still, so it's all kind of just up in the air. We got nothing. Hmm. But that's just it. We just got nothing. I know. No, every everything <laughs> everything is topsy turvy. I just I don't know what's happening anymore. It is. We've but all lost okay. our minds, Alice. That's okay. We're we're you know we're we're keeping calm. We're gonna carry on. Everything's gonna be fine. Yes, and on Watch that hands, note, people. I have a yes. Wash your hands Wash for the, your at least hands. 20 seconds. Uh, you can sing the whole Jedi Rocks number and you'll be good to go. Yeah, that works too. Uh, so I have a little bit of a uh, of an article for, you know, what we learned in the Star Wars universe because mm-hmm. we haven't learned anything in the Star Wars universe in a while. True, it's been a while. So my uh, article that the randomized generator on Wikipedia pulled up is a character by the name of Tay Hao. Tay Hao. T-E-Y-H-O-W. And how? Uh, so, do you know who this person is? I, I don't. Should I? Okay, so, 
Well, yes, you've seen them in the prequels. Uh, do you remember the female Nemoidian with the weird headgear on in the droid control ship? Exactly. Like the one that, you know, uh, is like sitting in the seat and basically, excuse me, piloting it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's that person. That's Tay Hao. (laughs) Ta-da! They have a name. Because everybody uh, has a yeah. name in the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this character um, is a female cyborg Nemoidian. Mm. Yes, those goggles and the the mouth apparatus are all, like, hooked into her. So, she had, it, they're called data goggles, and they allow direct communication to the ship itself. So, like, she's just, like, plugged into the ship, basically. Weird. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, she's the one who, uh, you know, just sits there and is like um, giving you updates. And then at the very end, she blows up with everyone else. And she dies. <laughs> yeah, and dead. And that's um, the end one of Tay How. One little fun fact she was voiced by Amanda Lucas. So she Why was does that name by... sound familiar? That's George's daughter. Oh! <laughs> it's like, wait, who? Why does that name sound familiar? Oh boy. Yeah, she's the adopted one. Hmm. That's cool. So she 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 had more than one role. Did she have a walk-on role then? Yeah, she was in episode one for the voice of Tehao. She was in episode two and then episode three. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Helps to have a cool dad. It does. Get to do cool things named Cool Dan. I bet you had a ton of fun. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's just very funny. Does that name sound familiar? <laughs> Dude, I told you. I'm a little spacey right now. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just very funny. Uh, so, that's what we learned in the Star Wars universe. We learned about Tehau, Nemoidian, Cyborg, Pilot, went kablooey. Aw, rest in pieces. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, so, uh, Our topic of episode today, by the way, guys, is that we are uh, reviewing the Bad Batch arc. Uh, The Bad Batch arc wrapped up. Uh, Ahsoka's arc has just started for the Clone Wars. Uh, So we're going to be talking about the Bad Batch arc. Maybe tease a little bit of Ahsoka, what we've seen so far. Uh, But before we do that, we have a little message from our sponsors. And we're back. Hello. Huzzah. Oh, hello. Uh, so, yeah, Bad Batch arc has ended. Uh, we got some really cool clone action in these uh, four episodes. Uh, for those who don't know, we already did the review on episode one of this arc uh, a few episodes ago. So go ahead and check out that. satisfying four episode arc. Yeah. Um, so let, let's get your hot take on it. What do you think of this arc? Um, I like it. I think it was a good reintroduction into the series. You know, it, it, um, set the pace. It, um, it gave us a, it gave us a good look at where we were going with Anakin and the Jedi, especially with Anakin, you know, some little bits of that dark side creeping in some Mm -hmm. very questionable choices. 
on his part. Um, you know, some more conflict, personal conflict between him and Obi-Wan. Um, you know, him hiding his relationship with Padme. Uh, we get Which to isn't really hidden. Yeah, like, you know, it's like Peter Parker. Like, everybody knows who Peter Parker is. Like, everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Everybody knows that Anakin and Padme are boinking. Everybody knows this. Not boinking. You're not going <laughs> to... Well, that too. Oh, boy. That too. Oh, that was very funny. <laughs> anyway. You know, the medical Star Wars term, boinking. Boinking. Yeah. Oh, boy. Than... I don't know. You know, you, you put on some... Put on some cool jizz and pour a hot glass of blue milk and see what happens oh boy <laughs> anyway so we see padme in the last outfit we ever see her in alive so apparently she doesn't really have that much of a maternity wardrobe um and you also see like a light baby bump too which is yeah. very like oh so let's, let's talk about this Padme scene real quick because so did you watch the original animatic of this episode or no? I did not. Okay, so Dave Filoni said that Padme is hardly in this season. I think this might actually be her only scene hmm. because while he said, you know, Padme is important to the Clone Wars, her main story was told through episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. True. Uh, so, you know, as much as it's, she's important in the Clone Wars, he had to be very, you know, nitpicky on what to show for this final season. And the only Padme content that we were going to get was originally she was painted on the nose of the Bad Batch's ship. Yeah, that would have been adorable. She was in like the sexy kind of like 50s pinup, you know, look, but she yeah. was in her senator outfit. That's funny. But she was showing, like, you know, full thigh, full, like, everything. And Anakin, well, Anakin saw it on the ship, and he's like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And the Bad Batch is like, you know, yeah, she, they're, she's our favorite senator. And they're like, she can, you know, uh, uh, bring me diploma or do something with diplomacy any day. And Anakin's like, I hate this. I hate <laughs> this so much. So... You know, Dave Filoni was like, I don't want that to be the only Padme scene in this final season. Yeah, that would be a little... Hmm. I I don't want that to be the only thing that, you know, people think of Padme in this season was that she was nose art for a bunch of clones. So he went in and wrote this scene between Anakin and Padme, and it's a beautiful scene. Yeah, I really like uh, it. You know, it's, you know, she is, you know, reaffirming Anakin, you know, to trust Rex, just as Rex trusts him. Uh, you know, they're talking and, you know, how they miss each other and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and then, you know, Rex is so awkwardly, you know, guarding Super Anakin. awkwardly covering for him. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. Because Rex is like, no, I'm, I'm, I, hello. I do not know what he's doing in there. Mm -mm. There's nothing happening. Nothing nope. at all. Nope. Go about your business. Yeah. Yeah, because Obi so Obi Wan comes around and he's like, "Why? Where's Where's Anakin?" Yeah, and he's why, like, "Why is he in there? What's he doing in there?" Yeah, it's just like he could have. It's the funniest thing ever. He's like, yeah. "Nothing. He's not doing anything. Don't worry about it." It's, and then after all of that, 
Anakin comes out, and Obi-Wan's like, how's Padme? Or like, give my best to Padme, something like that. Yeah, yeah, give my best to... And so it's like, does he know that Anakin and Padme are in a relationship? Of course he knows. I That kind of solidifies, you know, them knowing... And that was a huge thing for the Clone Wars fans because I saw like a bunch of there's a bunch of like reaction like clips on YouTube of that scene. Everyone's like, "What? He knows." Wait, was that ever questionable? I always, I always thought that was obvious. No, I because in Episode Three, you don't. No, he never. He doesn't. The only thing that he you know thinks he goes you know Anakin's the father, isn't he? When he goes to confront Padme after Anakin you know kills all the younglings. He never suspects that really Anakin and Padme are a thing. Hmm. Really? I don't, but, you know, I don't know everyone knows about love because with him and Satine and whatnot. Yeah. But, Weird. Yeah. He never, I, I never got the impression that he, like, knew until just now. I don't think he knows they're married. Yeah. I think he knows that they are, you know, in. Carrying you know, on. Yes. But I don't think he knows the full thing. I just know that he knows that there's some fiddly diddling happening. Well, for a bunch of empaths, they're pretty blind. I know. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> it's like, y'all can't see, like, right, right in front of you? Okay. Uh, but, so, that was a great part to this arc. I really yeah. liked it. It was a very sweet moment. You know, with, a, with an arc that has a bunch of action and kind of heavy hitting, like, yes, you know, very mind control. Heavy. That little note was very, you know, it's a nice little breather. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so let's so let's talk about kind of like the main focus of this whole arc, which is Echo. Yeah, so we uh, we figure out that Echo may or may not be alive, and he's being held by the Separatists. So we're going on a rescue mission. Yay! Yeah, we're going on a rescue mission. Um. To this planet that's named the name I there. Skeckle Minor. Thank you. Um, that is inhabited by um the Navi, and there's um not the Navi. <laughs> <laughs> and they're mining for unobtainium and oh, was this not Pandora? I'm sorry. No, the come come back now. Come back. <laughs> Uh, no, they're called the Politex. And they were tall, gentle, noble savages. Oh, boy. Come on, man. Oh, Tell boy. me you didn't see the... <laughs> okay, Fern Gully. Tell me you didn't see the parallels here. They even had the flying alien monsters. Oh, no, I, I saw some parallels. And they rode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so oh, they, they, they get attacked Was Sigourney Weaver there too? Did I miss her? She was probably somewhere. I don't know. She was <laughs> Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was Sigourney Weaver. Okay. Oh, wait, there you go. I will watch that in a heartbeat. There's, there's that parallel. Um, but yeah, so Anakin and Obi-Wan are leading... Um, wait, was Obi-Wan there? I, no, it's just Anakin. Was he one mine? No. Obi-Wan was remember, yeah. Obi-Wan's like, the council won't right, know, right, right. Yeah. confirm this this attack, so, yeah, no, so if you just, do it, just, you're on your own. It's Anakin, Rex, and the Bad Batch. Yes. Um, off to save the day. So they get, yeah, they get to this planet, they encounter these indigenous guys um, who obviously don't take too well to them at first, but eventually they kind of reach an agreement, I, you know, I mean, because I'm assuming that the separatists that are occupying the planet as well 
aren't being too nice to the locals. Yeah, when they're like, yeah, we're here to save our friend. We're not really here to do anything else. Yeah. They're like, okay, cool, yeah, we don't, peace. we don't care about you guys. Be on your way. Yeah. Um, and then they go to rescue them, and we see more of creepy spider general guy whose name I never remember. Uh, the trench. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, they're all they're all insects. It's creepy. Why are they all insects? there's Admiral Trench and then there's the um, Watt Tambor who's the one who's actually holding Echo yeah it's not it's not him okay yeah you're thinking of Trench then yeah Trench um so yeah you know escape escape stuff happens they eventually follow some clues and and find their way to where Echo's being held and it's kind of gut-wrenching um they've got him I so I actually love the design of this like lab. Oh yeah, no, it's really cool. It's very kind of like uh, you know, Tesla coil and steampunk and it reminds me kind of um of Bioshock. Yeah. If anyone has played the Bioshock games, it reminds me very much kind of that. Yeah. It was a little like Bioshock deal. meets the Matrix. Yeah. And they've got uh, they've got poor Echo plugged right too. in. Yes, and so poor Echo is like in it, he's like in this casing, and they open it up, and he just like flings forward, and he looks terrifying. Oh, he's all pale and withered, and very, just, I mean, he, he looks like a corpse. You can tell that they've been sucking him dry. Well, half of him is missing too. Yeah, like his arm is missing, and they replace it with a a droid doohickey. Yeah. And then his legs are missing and they replace it with, with Cybertronic legs. And then he has all these like holes that have been bored into his skull. And his so spine can, like, is there's yeah. stuff running down his spine where he's all hooked up and it's ugh. It's creepy. It's like one of those where you're like, oh. Yeah. Poor guy's gonna have some serious PTSD issues. Yeah. For sure. But they finally find him. So they cut him down and realize they can't just unplug him yeah they have to like do a whole bypass thing and all that stuff and eventually they get him out uh and they escape the station with you know fighting all these droids and whatnot which by the way i kind of like these new droids those are pretty cool the wing air support droids are very cool looking they kind of remind me of uh praying mantises yeah we got a really cool aerial battle between the droids, the winged droids, and these these creatures from the planet that they were able to kind of quasi-tame. Yes. Fly around uh, and, uh, what are they called? They're called, um, 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 I know the name, Karadax. Sure. That's a fun word. That's a fun word. Uh, so finally they go back to the, to the, to the Navi tribe, and <laughs> they're like, hey... We gotta leave now, and they can't because they send these huge octodroid things. Well, it was, suddenly it's War of the Worlds. Yeah. Those, those things were crazy. I love their look. They're so cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I think I thought it was a an interesting kind of like meshing of AT-AT technology with separatist technology. We see them briefly in episode three for like a shot. And then we see them more in a, you know, previous Clone Wars episodes and the Clone Wars movie that came out in 2008. 
but these like look bigger for some reason and the paint job is different and the laser beams are different so uh again season seven is kicking it out of the park with these with the lighting with the cinematography for these episodes yeah like i want to know like just where their budget is because like money wise because it's fantastic uh it's disney budget it well yes so all Uh, the money so all the money's in the world uh but these droids come and attack the village and the the village the villagers are like hey you asshole said you were just gonna you know take this guy away but yeah, you're bringing the war sad. to us and they're like our bad sorry yeah so now they're in on this unfortunately yes and they're like we don't have weapons we have clubs and pointy sticks that's it they have ewok weapons and that's it hey that worked out pretty well last time it did and it works out, it prevails this time as well. Yes. Uh, it just proves that you don't really need, you know, all these technological gadgets to destroy, you know, these droids and whatnot. All you need is plot armor. And being yeah. Uh, so eventually... <laughs> uh, so, you know, at the, at the very end of it, uh, they're like, well, we gotta... We gotta, you know, stop this at the source. So Anakin takes the Bad Batch up to a sh- the command ship of the Separatists, and they try and, you know, reroute signals. And they're like, because we gotta stop this once and for all. Meanwhile, uh, Obi Wan and Mace Windu go to a supply depot and try and recapture that. And this is so cool. <laughs> Which I love. Mace's like, "Hey, I'm Mace Windu. I'm gonna let y'all." surrender first that was if you amazing. want that was my I'm like, favorite part of this whole what is episode. this what is happening he was like you guys probably know me by now i'm kind of kind of a big deal i've killed like a whole lot of you so i'm gonna give you a chance to just not do this and they're like nope we're gonna <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay we're gonna do this all right cool we're gonna yeah do so there's a huge like warehouse battle uh and or uh, obi-wan and mace windu fight off a bunch of these droids uh in the meantime there's a covert mission like we said up in up in the spaces uh they infiltrate the ship and they try and uh signal trying to try and find you know different things on how to destroy this this signal basically they're they're basically Uh, kind of using echo against his captors yes they're using him to to fuck with them yeah and eventually they find out well that signal is coming from inside the ship something's not right the call is coming from inside the house oh no uh so they activate a bomb the separatists do and uh it's it's one of those bombs that will basically destroy the planet almost so why is everybody always so planet happy like planet destroy happy what Stop destroying because, planets, Star Wars that's people. A, that's a final solution. Like, you destroy the planet, you're pretty much good. Jesus Christ. Like, you know, it's like destroying a wasp nest. You're, you're good. Final solution. Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> they're like, well, what's our final plan? Blow it up. Let's see. Nothing else is working. Let's just let's just blow up the whole planet. Let's, let's yep. just be done with this. I'm done Just with like, this. okay, I well, <laughs> so funny little side note. When... Because you said you played Empire at War, right? Yeah. Okay, so like whenever I would finally build a Death Star, 
like if the rebels kept on like you know attacking me and like destroying my fleet, I would just go nope, the Death Star to the planet and just nope. blow it up completely. <laughs> it would literally just be like all asteroid belts like in this whole entire like game system, and I'm like blow up, 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 because I didn't want to deal with the ground battle either. So I'm just like blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up. Oh, okay, cool, done. I mean, that's that's one way to deal with things. It was very funny. I'm like, all right, everything just gets blown up. Cool. The final solution. It works. Yep. Uh, so, you know, eventually uh, Echo is relaying all the information down to Mace and he gets cut off because Emerald Trench is like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> uh, but then Anakin is very persuasive. Oh, yeah, that was... making Trent tell him the last number. Oof. Yeah. That was very, like, oh, my. Yeah. we You could tell we only have a handful of episodes before we get Darth Vader. Yeah, basically. Because uh, uh, Trench says, I think, something along the lines of, you know, I'm unarmed, you're a Jedi, you, you, have, the, you have morals or whatever. And Anakin's like, those don't stop me. And yeah. he's like, Oh. The moment he said that, I was like, "Oh, you screwed!" Yeah, you and then as soon as he now. said that too, the Darth the Imperial March theme, you know, subtly happens in the background. I'm like, "Oh, oh no!" Mm-hmm. Oh no! Last words, my friend. Last words. Oh yeah, uh, and so finally, I'm so happy that Admiral Trench died. Yeah, he was annoying me. He got blown up halfway through season, I think two or three, and then. He comes back in season six, and then he comes back in season seven. I'm like, just kill this fucking spider, please. Well, yeah, no, we have a we have a rule in my house, and it's a thou shall not suffer a spider to live. So there you go. Oh, I, that's the same rule in my house because there was a spider on my wall actually a few days ago, and I didn't have anything to kill it with, so I just sprayed it with Lysol. <laughs> oh no! Which works. Yay! Now the spider can't get COVID nineteen. No, I so I sprayed it, but then I turned around to get like my flip flop to you know finish it off. And it wasn't on the wall anymore. You fool, you've made it immune to everything and pissed it off. <laughs> and, well, I looked for the body and I couldn't find it, so I'm like, oh my fuck. Yeah, it's coming for you tonight. It's coming for you. I, I know, so I'm just like, I literally did not get like a whole lot of sleep. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I have to, I'm hoping it just like crawled away and died in the corner that I can't find. Hopefully, probably. Yeah, so Spider, he is dead. Admiral Trench finally died. Anakin stabbed him. Thank God. Uh, all while poor Heavy uh, is having a competition with Crosshair. I love that scene so much. Yes, that was cool. I really love Crosshair setting up these like little, I guess, ricochet discs. And oh, by the way, out, Heavy like, taking things. on that entire like leg of that um, assault thing um, oh when he's just like grabbing yeah he's like hulking out basically hulking out how cool was that i was like whoa that, that was very fun serious clone engineering there yeah yeah uh these this this whole batch or this this batch this whole arc was very fun uh it does end with anakin giving the detonator to heavy saying you know here you can blow it up and because heavy wanted to blow up the ship really bad but he couldn't do it so finally gets to blow it up and the whole <laughs> The whole basically uh, blockade blows up with it. It's very fun. Very cool. Yes. Uh, so the team, you know, lands back on the planet and, you know, the Bad Batch is like, 
hey, Echo, you know, if you want to come with us, you can, because you're not really a normal clone anymore. I know. They're the misfit toys. Basically, you know, the Bad Batch is like, hey, Echo, come come with us. And Echo's like, you know, well, I can't. But then Rex goes, no, you belong with them. Not yeah. because you're a freak, but because, you know, you can do so much good. And really he's touching. a unique clone now. Because he can't, you know, he can plug into all these, you know, electronic systems and get all these, you know, data files and whatnot that, you know, normal clones couldn't do. He's more machine than man now. He, that's very true. <laughs> and actually. It actually uh, is. So he goes off with the rest of Clone Force 99 on adventures. I wonder what happens with them. Yeah, like, see, that's what I was thinking too. So like, what happens to the Bad Batch with Order 66 and everything Because else? we know Rex took out his implant and we know the two other clones that were with him and Rebels took out their implants. So like... Yeah. Are they still bouncing around the galaxy doing their thing? I wonder if the Empire uses them for, you know, covert missions. I don't know. I could, but see, I couldn't see them. I could not see if, if they had the chip removed, I couldn't see them working for the Empire. No, for for sure not, because Rex didn't, so. Yeah. But if they didn't, then yeah, maybe they're still using them, or... I don't know. Because clearly, you know, the Empire would use them for so much. They could do they could get so much done. Oh yeah, no, I mean they're obviously well proven to be extremely useful. Oh yeah. And Anakin um, knows that, so you would think that Anakin would be like, Well, we're gonna use these guys. Exactly. So I I'm kinda wondering, you know, if they'll be maybe explored in a in a comic, you know, down the road or a uh you know something. I don't know what, but uh it, it's interesting because, you know, like we said before in the very first episode that we did for the review for this arc, that they are very much like the A-team suicide squad of, of the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, you know, the Empire would have so many, you know, reasons to use them to track down rebels and, you know, assassinate people and whatnot. Yeah. Well, time will tell. We'll see. But I'm, also, I'm quite you know, curious to figure out, to see what happened to them. The Bad Batch, though, they kind of have unique personalities and unique souls they aren't you know like the regular clone troopers so they kind of have their own set of morals and their own set of codes so you kind of wonder if they would obey those orders or not yeah that works against them imperial wise exactly so i don't and I, they could have been mentioned in a comic that we just don't know about that i just don't know so if they were mentioned and someone knows about it what happened to them at the very end please let us know because i'm very curious uh but so that wraps up the the Bad Batch arc, you know, four episodes of just pure clone goodness. Uh, how would you rate this arc overall? Um, like a seven. Okay. I I mean I think you know the the clone troopers are a, a solid part of the Clone Wars. Like that's what it's about. So right. And I, I think the Bad Batch really humanizes them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And brings an interesting perspective. And seeing how they work with the Jedi. You know, and, and going back for a fallen comrade. And, you know, it was a really, it was a nice arc. I liked it a lot. I'd say, yeah, give it like a 7.58 for me. Uh, and, you know, basically the same reasons that you had. Uh, you know, not only 
we talk about, you know, it's a great arc, but also, you know, it was shot beautifully, it was written beautifully, you know, it showed a side to the clones that we never really saw before in seasons one through six. Uh, and it certainly builds upon Rex's story, too, because yep. Dave Dave said that this final season basically is about Rex and Ahsoka. Mm. And that plays, you know, very much into, that goes into play uh, in the final, I think, maybe two or three episodes, because that's when the, the Siege of Mandalore happens. Yes. Huh, maybe they're going to wait for the... The final episodes before they tell us anything about Rosario Dawson. That would be something. It would be interesting. Uh, so, and like we said, Ahsoka's arc has officially started as well. Did you watch the Ahsoka one? I have not yet. My time... <laughs> I know it seems like almost everybody has nothing but time right now, but my time has been very limited lately. But, so tell them what you've been doing, though, real quick, because it's a um, great thing what you've been doing. Well, aside from now being a full-time teacher <laughs> to homeschooled kids... Yes. Um, I and my fellow members of another Castle Creations, um, we are working on hospital-grade reusable sewn medical mask to send to um, both LA and Seattle. Uh, my sister-in-law is um, a nurse in Los Angeles and requested a bunch of masks they are completely out of masks they are in a desperate need for masks if you have masks if you have medical masks please send them to your hospitals um they're really not doing you any good trust me they're not the hospitals need them um yes they are wearing bandanas so um oh then well, I have, that's not gonna help much yeah, that's not helping and then i also have a friend uh, from grad school who is uh, a pediatric nurse in seattle and they are also out of masks and desperate for more masks so we have been sewing um masks that have uh flexible noses they're you know just like the ones that you buy in the store um they have pockets in them so that you can put reusable HEPA filters inside of them and then the mask itself can be sterilized and sanitized um for reuse after reuse and then you just pop it a new filter uh, we are trying to sew as many of these as we can. Right now, we've got about thirty of them, um, and then we'll be we'll just be shipping them out continuously, basically. Um, you know, we're going we're going through our stashes. We're sewers. We've got all of this, all of, all of these um, piles of fabric and elastic and stuff. And you know, it really doesn't take much to put these together. You, if you're if you're a pretty good seamstress, tailor, whatever you want to call yourself, you can you can do these in about twenty minutes. I was going to say, is there, like, a specific uh, uh, cloth that you... Is it cotton, is it? Yeah, so they prefer cotton. They're really looking for anything that will filter small particles and um, is breathable. So cotton works really well. Uh, I have a ton of random, like, licensed character cotton that I just kind of picked up every once in a while when it's on sale. So they have a bunch of Marvel and Star Wars and Disney and Pokemon and whatnot masks that are coming their way. But, so uh, yeah, yeah. If you can uh, do donate to those, um, and then if uh, is there a pattern that you were doing this off of, or what? Um, yeah, I can. Uh, we can throw the link up on um, on Twitter, and if you want to respond to us, I will send you. I made a, um, a Google Doc. I, uh, I transcribed all of the steps um, to make it a little bit easier. So 
if you oh, cool. if you're really interested in doing this project, I will absolutely forward you the instructions. Yes, uh, we will tweet that link sometime this week uh, uh, for that and the the um, patterns as well. Uh, but I will let you know the Ahsoka stuff. So far online, I am seeing mixed reviews on it. Yeah, we'll see. Be- Who knows? Because well, because I think people are thinking like when they see this Ahsoka stuff, they were thinking it's all going to be like action in the Mandalore stuff, and that doesn't come until the very end. Oh, you're talking about the new episode? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm curious, but I I, I was this hoping was this would little... be more of a downtime episode, so I'm not I'm not mad about that. It is. It's a little slow. I'm not going to lie, but like, we're also introduced focused? to two. Yeah. Yeah. But we're also introduced to two really cool characters that I think you will love and love the outfits for. All right. So well, there's I'm a really the one with a really gorgeous coat. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, I'll try to get to that in the next couple of days. Uh but yeah, so the Ahsoka ones have started and she gets an eight episode arc, by the way. That's amazing. She gets these four episodes of her on Coruscant and then basically these four episodes of uh the mandalore stuff and the progressing conflict there so the last eight episodes are very ahsoka based oh i can't wait yeah i know it's gonna be great to watch uh and then like we said as well we did a poll uh, a few weeks ago asking you guys would you just rather do like we did for the mandalorian and do about two or three episodes per episode to recap or would you rather us just do uh the whole arc as one big episode and I think time-wise, we should just do every arc. Sure. So we'll do these four episodes in one uh, big chunk, and then uh, the final four episodes in one big chunk. Uh, and then in between that, we'll obviously you know, have more you know character spotlights. The Ventress one that we just did got great reviews and great uh, uh, feedback, so we're very happy you guys enjoyed yeah, that glad one. glad you guys liked it. Uh, and we'll, like we said, we're, we're discussing other little things to do while we are uh, quarantined, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be bringing you guys a lot more content in between these arcs because, like we said, it's every, you know, four episodes. So there's some time in between arcs. So we're not going anywhere with these Clone Wars episodes, but just know that well, nobody's it's gonna going to be arc-based. Well, no, but... Uh, <laughs> that, oh my god, I just got that. Just connected with me. <laughs> I can't with you. Uh, so don't forget, guys, to follow us on Twitter at Echo Station Cast. Uh, we got lots of stuff, like I said, coming your way soon. Um, if you guys have any ideas of anything that you would specifically like to hear us talk about during this, you know, long uh, isolation that we are in, please let us know because we would love to hear your ideas. And especially, you know, if you are very passionate on some level on whatever you want to talk about. Send us the idea, and we can probably get behind it with ease. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at IR Turner or House of Turner Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Chris, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Chris Jaded and on Twitter at The Dirt Witch. Uh, and like I said, don't forget at Echo Station Cast is our Twitter. And also, if you leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, we will shout you out on a future episode and give you all the love yes. that we can give from six feet away. So much love. So much, so much love. Socially distanced love. Yeah. So that's what I mean. That's why I give my love anyway, but you know, I'm just always socially distant. <laughs> uh, 
But until next time, guys, uh, stay healthy, stay happy, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you.